How you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Who Day Over 40 podcast, your favorite uh, Bengal fan podcast. On the line tonight, I have back my two favorite ride receivers. Uh, I was on an isolation set the last time for the last podcast, but everybody's back in. On the flanker position, it's the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. That's right. I'm back in that slot ready to catch that pass and get hit in the ribs. Fumble the ball. So. What's going to be up right. <laughs> All right, and on the other side, in the in the other position, and and he's he, it, it's it's two yards in a cloud of dust. It's Big Hodge. Hello, everybody. All right. Yes, he's all back. Yes, we're all here. Uh, the last podcast was um, Who Day Over Forty versus uh, Training Camp. This one is Who Day Over Forty versus the preseason, and uh, the Bengals had their first preseason game last night in Cincinnati versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Buccaneers. And the Bengals do, yeah, the Buccaneers. <laughs> the Bengals do prevail. I think it was twenty-three to twelve, something along those lines. It doesn't really exactly. matter, um, mm-hmm. but that's kind of what it is. Uh, so yay, the Bengals win. Now we want to break down the game and look at some of the things that we are and concerned about and what that is looking like uh, ahead of time. Now, Big Hodge and the Sandman actually saw the game. I've just read about it from kind of while it was going on through text that we had and then, you know, from, you know, tweets from the people that were there covering the game. I will say this first, though. Um, y'all were texting back and forth. I'm at, I'm at that point where, I don't care about what happens in preseason games as long as nobody gets injured. So, Hutch, you were, man, these dudes suck. Like, you know, so what's up with you in preseason game number one? I'm really not that big a preseason person either. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I do don't give a rat. But, yes, I, I signed up for the NFL game pass like a stew. Um, they got a three-week trial, so this shit should get cut off by next Friday for show. Anyway, <laughs> as you read both of us, yeah, I was I, I was watching it. It, it was uh, yeah, I thought the Buccaneers were gonna kick our ass. I'm, I'm drinking the Kool Aid that our offensive line sucked. Our defense couldn't stop nobody last year. They didn't get any better, I don't think. So they're gonna suck on that too. That's my that was my line going in. Okay. Yeah, Sandman, you were you know. I mean, these teams can yeah, – I mean, we haven't seen football in a long time, and the last football we saw from them wasn't exactly stellar, and off season was the same way. So it can breathe some negativity. You know, what were you thinking as the game was going on? Uh, just like Big Hutch said, my uh, bingo meter was like at two on a scale of ten last night. So I was like, well, just like you said, as long as somebody don't get hurt, I don't really care a whole lot what I see. All I want, like we said before we started – the podcast, as long as I see, you know, you got some skill, the players that they brought in have some skill to play the positions and we can protect them forward to actually being a uh, part of the Bengals in the future. That's all I cared about. It. Nobody got hurt. So that was my main focus last night. All right, so our four downs today 
um, are things that are concerning or were concerning going into the game and kind of what you saw. Um, I might even have a fifth down, you know, so we'll be that Colorado football game. Was that Colorado that got five downs in that game against Missouri Husky? That is, <laughs> that is yeah, correct. That's awful. Yeah, that's awful. Yes, Never forget. Yes. All right. Yes. So first down, uh, the offensive line. Um, that was a huge concern going in. We all know that we got two brand-new tackles, uh, another new guard as Zeitler and uh, Big Wit have left. They brought in Extra Titty to play right guard. Um, Extra Titty's <laughs> been hurt um, pretty much all, most of camp and didn't even suit up last night. So, I don't think we're going to see him much. Yeah. Yeah, he, he didn't suit up. He didn't play. He suited up and didn't play. Coach's decision. Yeah. Um, right. So, Hutch, what did you see for last night from the offensive line and the five that started, which wound up being – uh, Bodine, bowling, uh, kid roller skates. Um, <laughs> uh, who's uh, Trey Hopkins and the right guard? I can I never. I can always keep wanting to call him somebody else. Jake Fisher. Yeah, that's your five. Yeah, so, Hodge, what did you see last night with the offensive line? With the first team, I mean, I, I mean, the the first team did was able to run against the Buccaneers. Um, there was some third stepping done by the running backs, but they did find holes, and they were running fairly effective through the holes. Um, so they looked all right. I was shocked and surprised. And on pass plays, I mean, Dog was doing great on pass plays up until the end. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Uh, Sammy, what did you see? <laughs> yeah, uh, just like Hutch said, mainly. it was. Uh, I was surprised how well it looked on the ground game. Now, that may, that was Jerry Mahill, of course, uh, out first. And I'll tell you what, that Negro was motivated. He was like, uh, I got to take my damn job. That's what that, – that Negro was running for his job last night. And he knew, he knew what was up. And uh, Nixon, when he was in, looked, everything like we saw, uh, we heard. It was the first time I've seen him in, in the uniform actually on the field running. And the, the hype is real. That cat can run. So, uh I don't know if uh, it's too late for uh, Hill to save himself or not, but it looked like he's going to at least try and get a job somewhere else. But uh, right. uh, surprisingly good. The offensive line was surprisingly good, in my opinion. Okay. So the offensive line, that you know what? It sounds like Andre Smith, might he will probably make the team only because he can swing and play uh, backup right tackle. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm starting to get the impression now that he is not going to be the starting right guard. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think Trey Hopkins has come in. And yeah. um, taking that job from him, which was essentially given to him, and he's just not there anymore. Um, yeah, he, he's hurt too much. He can't stay on the field, is, which is what his and time also, was when he was here the last time. Yeah, right. and he's also old. Um, that too, or, or older. You know, it's been a while, and yeah. you know he and was injury prone while he was here the first yeah. time. So, um, yeah, yeah Andy Dunn didn't get killed. They were able to run the ball, so. At least against the Bucks, who at least their first team group is a solid defensive group. They're supposed to be good. You know, they, yeah, well, yeah they were able to at least not get Andy Dalton killed. So I guess that's progress. That's a plus. That's a plus. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kind of related to that note, and I'll, I won't call it second down. I'll um, like first down and a half. Um, the running back situation. Geo doesn't play last night. Cedric Pierman doesn't play, and you guys kind of hinted at it as well. Um, Jeremy Hill gets a start. Uh, his first carry was Jeremy Hill-esque from what I saw on, t- on online. But then later on he was able to bust a couple of decent ones, and um, he was able to run the ball. And then Joe Mixon 
I mean, he's got you know, top five talent, so it's not a surprise that he was able to run the ball. So Hutch, everybody saw the depth chart where Jim, or where uh, Joe Mixon was fourth on the depth chart, which is a fucking joke. Uh, so how does this situation play out? Geo does not play. Uh, Cedric Pierman doesn't play because he's, you know, nicked up injured. How does this wind up playing off? How long does uh, Jeremy Hill hold off um, Joe Mixon from starting? Not very long. Um, yeah, yeah, Mixon's going to get, he, I mean, yeah, he, he'll be, he's going to be an integral part of the bingo offense if they plan on doing anything this year as far as winning. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sammy? Yeah. The rumor is that Marvin is gushing over Mixon. So that tells me that he's going to get over himself as far as his no-rookie um, um, inner rule that he always goes by. And um, as he has no contract himself, he's trying to save himself, too, just like, um, yeah. What's up? Yeah, well, yeah, just Mixon was just, I mean, with the, with the first team and with the second team and whatnot, I mean, he. I mean, he was a star among stars. I mean, and I'm not. I don't want to gush, but yeah. I mean, he. He definitely looks like he's playing way above everybody else. Or I'm not at the point of. Yeah, I'm not at the point of gushing yet. But Mixon can catch the ball out of the backfield, which is like he had a 11 yard uh, catch and run where he weaved in and out. I mean, laterally, he has unbelievable speed. Makes some people miss. He's a more reminiscent of. Geo with um, Hill size, and think about that for a minute. That's insane. And so I could, in one or two plays, I could see uh, uh, the um, uh, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> what he could offer to the team. It, it's amazing, you know. So uh, they want to win. He's got to be on the field, just like I've said. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I have a strange feeling that. Just out of respect or whatever, Jeremy Hill is going to get a lot of starts, air quotation, yes. at the beginning of the yes. season. But he yes. ain't going to get a lot of finishes. Um, <laughs> I, I agree. He's not going to be on the field for that much longer if it's not short yarded situations that the games go on. Like, I don't think, like, probably for the first half of the season, maybe, depending upon what happens, that Jeremy Hill ain't going to be starting, air quotation. Or he'll be starting, but he ain't. He's not going to be finishing. One, because. Yeah, fumble issues and two because the other guy in front of him is just infinitely better than him at this point. There you go. All right, so. But doesn't doesn't Geno deserve to start since we're paying him the most, right? Can we pay him like $5 million or something? But we've always known that Geo's better as the, you know, Mr. Fix-It as opposed to the starting, (laughs) you know, person. He's going to get his carries and he's going to get his catches but he's going to be like that swing guy first off the bench or whatever. You know, I'm hoping that they get innovative and see a package where we do see Mixon and Geo in the same backfield. You know, exactly. if both of those dudes get split out on linebackers, I mean, somebody's getting toasted. I mean, yeah, they can't well, stay with them. You know, exactly. so be creative. Use all the tools in the toolbox. That's what I'm concerned with, that they won't, mm-hmm. because that's what the Bengals do. You know, yeah, yeah, we got a really good fear. player, but you know, we'll just focus on that one, not not create the mac, uh, the mac mismatches that we should or they could. Yeah, um, and that's know. that's that's old Marvin. That's his old. Um, uh, yes, that's Marvin um, operation. Yeah, and that's what I'm afraid of that he won't be able to get over himself to start the people that need to start. Because I mean, they're already talking about uh, what's the receiver's name? Uh, Ross. 
he didn't play yesterday, yeah. but you know he they're talking about well no they're gonna they're gonna start um uh, number eleven what's what's old boy's name so you're starting that Alex Erickson yeah. yeah, uh not Erickson um from New England um LaFell. Uh, LaFell. Brandon okay, LaFell. There you go. Yeah, LaFell. yeah, they're talking about him playing, you know, and I was like, oh, really? I mean, you're really going to do that? It's, you know, it just, I mean, if he's unavailable, that's one thing, but, if, you know, if he's available, you got to get over yourself. Put the talent out there and let the talent succeed. And Marvin's generally not good at doing that, so he's going to have to overcome himself this year for them to succeed. Speaking of, speaking of Marvin, uh, did anyone else notice that uh, Marvin's doing a lot of stress eating this year or last year? Or? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I did. He's, yeah, he's definitely gotten bigger in the belly, uh, so to speak, over the last few years. Um, Got the nerve to tuck that shirt in, too. Come on, man. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, he's struggling a little bit in that regard. Um, yeah. yeah. Getting old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, second down. Swinging on to the other side of the ball, and let's look at the defense. Now, again, they hold them to 12 points. The first-team offense, though, gives up a 92-yard drive. Um, now, we don't get um, uh, Dre Kirkpatrick last night. Um, we get um, Derquez Denard gets a start along with Adam Jones, who's suspended for game one. Who's suspended for game one. And, again, uh, was it Mike Thomas or whatever or whoever mm-hmm. that or, Whoever that wide slash wide receiver tight end that they have, he's a nightmare for everybody. So let's not right. pretend that you know it was a scrub that was out there doing this to them. But it was front line, yeah, yeah. But we we have that issue where you see them give that up, and then I think as a bigger question for second down is I think there's going to be a lot of dead weight on that defensive line at this point. Uh, Michael Johnson is probably going to get cut. If he doesn't, he should. Wallace mm. Gilbert probably is going to get cut. If he's not, he probably should. Uh, Chris Wallace. Thomas, the person they drafted or they traded for out of Jacksonville, looked better than everybody last night. Last night. Yeah. So, and Smith. You know, they gave, yeah. yeah, they gave Smith the, the, game, the game ball on the defense because he had two quarterback pressures and I think I think a sack. I don't know. Yeah. Back, but he was all over the place last night. And, he was. He uh, was moving all over the place. Yeah, so but, I, he might make the team. Yeah, so. So second down is measuring out leadership versus uh, production. Could you see the Bengals cutting both Michael Johnson and Wallace Gilberry to give younger players who don't have the leadership and the experience, obviously, but are mm-hmm. probably more productive players in the short term and long term, Hotch? Yes, they can both get cut. And, I'm, and yeah, sorry, is that, that too long? Yeah, they can both <laughs> put, out, put out the town, damn leadership. Yeah, uh, uh, saying, man, there's a definite void of leadership in that locker room now that Wit is gone, Pecco is mm-hmm. gone. You mm-hmm. do not have any real verbal leaders. They would love Geno Atkins to be that dude. He would not talk mm-hmm. if you forced his mouth open. So That's right. Do you could you see them cutting one if not both of those dudes uh, for youth? One yes, two I would have uh, no. I don't see. I don't think so. They love Gilberry because he's you know he's got that Bengal thing that they love where he can play multiple positions. He's not really going to be a starter, which is pretty much in his uh, wheelhouse. He's 
at best as a rotational guy. Michael Johnson, he's just, uh, man, he's just not doing it, man. He's he's tall, so he can block passes and stuff like that, but he can't get around the edge anymore. Ages or injury, whichever one or both, has robbed him of that ability. And there are some better players behind him now. And the Bengals, as a rule, they don't like cutting people who they promised, you know, the contracts to. That's one thing Mike Brown likes to uh, pride himself on, and it's another thing that infinitely hurts the team. But mm. I can see one of them being cut this year, and I think Michael Johnson might be the surprise cut. Well, I could see them both getting moved, depending upon whatever like, the dead weight is. I'd like to um, see them both get cut, but no, I yeah. think it's only going to be one. I, I, I think Michael Johnson is officially what they call a shell of your former self. Yeah, and let's they not, can't justify it anymore. They can't. Yeah, let's not kid ourselves. It's nothing like his former self was all that great to begin with. You know, but he was serviceable. You know, he was serviceable. That, that but one Carlos was the better one. Yeah, yeah, no, can, yeah but <laughs> he's just. He's just like another dude now. Like he's just a guy. He's a jag at this point. Yeah. And I, I could see him being moved out. I could see Wallace Gilberry being moved out. But I do. I think the leadership thing is a little bit overrated. But I also think that that's a real issue. That like, wow, man, we're trying to win now, but then we're going to give jobs to people that aren't like maybe not necessarily not ready, but that's going to take mm-hmm. them a little bit for them to get ready. It's the same thing with Pat Sims. I could see Pat Sims getting cut too. I could see all three of yep. those dudes being run. They had they had Sims starting last night. But I, I right. said the same thing. It's like, well, this dude probably ain't even going to make the damn roster. you got him starting. That's a joke. Yeah. It is a yeah. joke. Uh, but I just, I, I don't know. I, they have a glut at defensive linemen, and they have that one drafted kid from Michigan, so they have to make the team. Like, it's just, mm, I, I just yeah. cannot, I can't see a situation where they carry, like, 10 or 11 defensive linemen. So that means there's a solid two of them that need to get cut. I don't know who Somebody they are. Somebody got to go. Yeah, yeah, I don't know either. And I really see youth being served on that defensive line, rightly or wrongly. They have to. And let's be honest with you, if they cut them and then, God forbid, somebody gets hurt, they could probably bring them back because none of them niggas going to sign with anybody <laughs> yeah, else. Well, <laughs> oh, you know what, so. Gilbert might be. Hang on somewhere, but I think I think maybe he's done to Michael Johnson. Yeah, he's done. Johnson has got to be the obvious one. If we can see it, I mean, they 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 see it too. They just probably don't want to admit it, but they spoke like you said. They're supposed to win, so got to get rid of the deadwood, man. You got to get them out. Right. Okay. But, yeah, so the rest of the defense holds up again. They held him to 12 yards. Um, everybody was looking forward to seeing Carl Lawson last night. He had one assisted tackle, I believe. Um, I didn't see or hear anything that he talking about. Man, he got some consistent pressure. The other uh, rookie defensive end, uh, Jordan Willis, uh, was able to yes. get uh, – he got the first sack. His ass was way offside, but that's preseason two. <laughs> and he may have grabbed face mask also on that sack, um, which also got missed. But – he does get to the quarterback, so again, yeah, I think youth get served there. They're gonna go. They are going to go kind of Falcon defense hutch, where they go smaller, younger, faster, and hope that yeah. they can, you know, make quick hits here and there. I, I just don't see them carrying around a bunch of big heavies. Right. There's there's no need. I mean, we'll all be dead at this point because you have to win. You don't win. I mean, everybody's home for the holidays. Right. <laughs> you ain't lying. Yeah. And related to that third down, you know, Andy Dalton plays one series last night. 
Uh, he turned to the backup situation. Um, A.J. McCarron gets in. Um, there's been like kind of word out of camp, at least on the Bengals Beat podcast people, that A.J. McCarron has been kind of shitty in um, practice. Mm-hmm. Like he hasn't looked good. The, the word, I think they were like, he's playing like somebody that don't want to be there, you know, because he wanted to get traded. He was very clear about that at the end of last season. Uh, the Bengals have held firm that there's going to take, there's going to need to be a big offer to get loose, getting loose from them. Uh, I'm not sure why somebody would offer big money for AJ McCarron. There was a report this week that the Denver Broncos were looking to trade for AJ McCarron, and even freaking John Elway went to the Twitters to say that that wasn't true. So the backup quarterback situation: if you lose AJ McCarron at the end of this year, it's then dispute if he's going to be unrestricted or restricted at the end of the season. And then you really held him for nothing when you probably could have got something for him at some point. So, yeah. uh, do you put A.J. McCarron out there for a third or fourth round pick to try to get something and go with Jeff Driscoll? Or do you just hang on A.J. McCarron and hope to the best that um, AJ, uh, Andy Dalton doesn't get killed? Uh, if, if I can take the mic on that one, you've got to hold on to McCarron because you – you played Pittsburgh twice. Uh, you, I mean, if if there's a way for Dalton to get hurt or screw up or something, and, and, and with this offensive line, that has somebody that's back there that can you fix the hand of the situation. Sammy. Yeah, you have to, at this point, they missed their window to trade McCarron already. They, they never really, they were dragging their feet. Even when they, I heard they got, you know, maybe, a, I don't know if it was one or two second-round picks offered for uh, McCarron. I don't know what team it was, but they refused it. So uh, I don't think they ever wanted to uh, trade him in the first place. And you need him. He uh, actually can throw the ball downfield. Jeff Driscoll is a running quarterback who sometimes <laughs> throws the ball. What you saw last night, I mean, we haven't really covered it yet, but the dude is just a running quarterback. You can't have that as your backup. They did that crap a couple of years ago with uh, what was the brother that was the quarterback? He had From one good yeah, he was preseason game. It was just like it was right now. He had a real good game, ran him a couple couple touchdowns. They made him a backup. That was a terrible mistake because uh, he couldn't generate any offense if you bring him in. Everybody knows he can only run, and now you don't you don't want to be in that situation. They have to keep um, McCarron as a backup. Yeah, I definitely think they. Um... They missed the window as well. He obviously doesn't want to be there. I'm not sure what he thinks his value is, but uh, he's uh, what's that um, uh, that NBA term about the guy that like the overconfident dude? You know, dudes that just think as soon as they get on the floor, they're gonna make every single shot. Like AJ McCarron is overconfident, dude. Like I don't, you got that, mm. that girl because you were the quarterback at Alabama. Okay, you're yeah, like an ugly yeah, dude. Right. Like you got all kinds of negatives going against you and football. You were good in Alabama, but a lot of people were. And I don't think that he's, like, going to be this next coming of something. Like, once he gets off the Bengals, he's going to go and be fucking Brett Favre or anything. Like, I think no. that's just like that dude. So, I mean, he should accept his role, you know, and go with it. But it's not going to be with the Bengals. But I can't see when he gets to free agency somebody be like, hey, we're about to pay a shit ton of money for, for A.J. McCarron and give up all his picks and money for him. You know, and it's a win-win for the Bengals. If he, even if he is restricted or unrestricted next year, if somebody signs into a bigger offer sheet, then they wind up getting a supplemental pick for him anyway. So, I mean, but, there's no reason for the Bengals to trade him. The way the, yeah. the NFL has been paying these quarterbacks, I mean, who haven't done jack shit, I mean, $10, 15 $20 million, 
I'd be upset too. I mean, I would. I think I think he had just about as good a shot as I mean some of these quarterbacks out there that we started for the Bears. And right. I mean, yeah, he's at least as good as them. I would say. You yeah, I, mean? I would imagine. I would imagine the Bears would love to get AJ McCarron right now and not have. I think yeah. So yeah, I, mean, I just I think there's a few teams. Uh, Jacksonville as well. Yes. Yeah, they, well, they love, love to have McCarron. But they, would love that they just, you know, they don't want to give up anything to get it. And, you know, and I think that's where he would go. If he was right. released or whatever, or if he was able to make his own deal, I'm pretty sure the buddy, our Brown and our Brown and the Orange buddy would love to take him right now. Right. Yeah. Well, we're and I, yeah. right. I was going to say, I think that he wants to play. I think that's where the frustration is coming in right now because this is, what, his third season now? He was hurt for one of them. But, um, Fourth season? Good Lord. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a long time to be behind somebody else. And let's right. let's be real. Andy Dalton isn't exactly viewed as Joe Montana, and, you, and you're behind him, you know. So I could see where some of that frustration probably is coming from. But, uh, yeah, this he, probably is He has the same amount of touchdown pads in the playoffs as, our, as the quarterback. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's that. Yeah. Thing, so. Uh, and you can imagine how this would have turned out. I mean, talk about freaking alternative history. If he wins that game and Andy Dalton. Oh, my God. Uh, he would be, he would be a hero. That, and then we have that season after. We would be having the, the streets would be um, flowing with blood in Cincinnati. Um, just <laughs> incredibly. So, uh, wow. Okay. I think, yeah, I so think he's I, starting over Andy. You what? I think he'd be starting over Andy if he wins that playoff game. It would, it would be harder than not to be. Of, um, yeah, there would have been a lot of talk about it for sure had he had he won. Uh, I can't imagine, and I actually don't want to relive it. And, um, and but, technically, he did yeah. win. It. He did yeah, win. Technically. There's a problem. Yeah. Mm. No, let's 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 not do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> just that's just the path of pain. Let's not go down that. Yeah, I don't want to relive. It. All right. Uh, fourth down. Um, the kicker situation. Uh, Cincinnati drafted Jake Elliott in the what, fourth or fifth fifth round this year. Uh, they brought back Randy Bullock, who essentially only missed one kick. It was just a huge fucking kicky they missed where they <laughs> yeah, lose the, the Houston game. I mean, think about that. Their season, their season now becomes seven, eight, and one, or maybe it even comes a little bit differently because they win that game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he almost gets them to five hundred where he pushes a very easy kick right. So. Yes. But that's the only kick that he's missed uh, in training camp. They've been fairly even. The, the the new guy missed a couple of long ones, but he came back and made a couple of big ones. They both make really big kicks last night. Bullock hit the long four yarder. Long kick. Galen yeah. hit what the fifty one or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, which is what the Bengals need. They haven't had that in like five six years because Nugent. Yeah. But, and yeah. new side topic: Nugent signed with the Giants this week. So that's amazing. Um, to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the fact he could get a job is amazing. Yeah, um, he no doubt. Yeah, yep. But so the kicking situation: Do you go with the established veteran who's just on? You know, I mean, he's probably he's just there. He's our new. Uh, what was the redheaded dude? He's our new Shane. Uh, oh, Shane. Uh, Shane Graham. Uh, yeah, just picked Graham. up somebody. He's the new Shane Graham. Then he comes in. <laughs> He comes in, he does his thing, and you get him for four years, or do you keep this rookie that you drafted because you can't keep two kickers. So if you cut him, he's not, he'll revert to the practice squad, but somebody will probably sign him. 
So, hmm. Hodge, what do you do? Do you go with the vet or the rookie? It's kind of similar to the defensive line talk. Hmm. Uh, damn. I would go with the dude you drafted. That, that, I'd go with your pick. Okay. Sam in. Well, I can almost tell you what they're going to do. The Bengals do not like cutting draft picks. If it comes down to it, if it's um, whether even close to even, that draft pick is going to make the team. They will. They do not like cutting draft picks. It's just certain things that they're not going to do. That's one of them. The rookie will be on the team. Do you think that they should have given the rookie all the kicks last night for him to get a chance to, instead of just making it a competition, because mm-hmm. if he goes out there and wets the bed, at least you know that he can handle it. And right. you you know you know. Now you're like gonna put him in that first game in freaking against the Ravens if he makes the team and you know, there's a forty seven yarder that, you know, early in the game or whatever, he misses that or pushes it, he's gonna go in the tank early, Hutch. You I I say you make a competition, you gotta put that pressure on you gotta or you know, make yeah, it. Yeah. This game is a simulation of what's going to happen. You gotta, you gotta be ready for them stuff. If you can't make it now, uh, see you. You be selling shoes later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I just, I just, I kind of am curious as to how that's going to turn out because I know as soon as he misses one, and he will, as a rookie, and depending upon when and where and the situation, like everybody's going to be going nuts. Like, oh, what's the you know. So I'm just yeah yeah yeah. It's just, but uh, it's just weird. It's good that they both made them last night. Everybody uh-huh. gets a little bit of confidence out of that. You know, you, both of them are auditioning for the other 31 teams or however many teams that need a kicker. Exactly. So I mean, you got to put your best foot forward. Maybe that competition kind of stirs it up. And okay. and uh, and real real quick, um, last year they had no competition for um, um, what's old boys name? New Jersey. And you saw how that ended up. I mean, dude was shanking kicks last year, and they they's like, well, we ain't gonna change nothing because we don't like. It. And so, <laughs> how'd that work out for you? So this year, well, they actually you, brought in, yeah, yeah. You can put you can put three solid losses on his foot. Yeah, yeah. even if yeah. you take if you even if you split that, if you split it two and one, or if you give him the the. If he, Given the Houston game, this season is completely different. Now you're talking about a nine and seven team that's on the outskirts of the playoffs. Yeah, kick, so, like kickers matter, man. You've got to have yeah. a decent kicker in the NFL. You have to have it. So, so I'm just like you know, I know, I mean, I know six nine and one or whatever is awful, but <laughs> they it's not like they were, you know, especially except for those couple of early season games, not like they were getting blown out. It's no. just that they had situations or close games they were not able to close last year, whereas in previous mm-hmm. seasons they were able to close those games out and win. Um, so right now, again, that goes back to the leadership matter because now you're about to put them together with a team where, you know, you got all these young kids who ain't never won anything before. And so, mm-hmm. you know, how much does it matter? <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right, remember, yeah. so the, uh, the NFL passed a rule this year that you, do only, have, you only have to make cuts after the fourth preseason game. So you can carry the full 90-man roster. So there's going to be a lot of cuts like after the last game. All the cuts are going to be after the last game. You might get the veteran mercy cut. Like, hey, man, you know you can't do it no more. You know, go ahead and retire. Or we're going to cut you now to see if you can catch on someplace else. But yeah, right. it'll be interesting to see if any Bengals players wind up in the mercy cut rule 
to see if they want to get out early to see if anybody else wants them. Um, mm, right. I'm very curious as to if that happens. So, yeah, so good good win. It's game number one. Nobody got hurt. That's pretty much all that matters. That To me, that's all that matters. That was nobody the best thing about it. Yeah, nobody yep. got hurt. Exactly. Yep. All right. All right, so uh, let's uh, swing it around the AFC North. Um, and everybody's played through this point. Let's start with the with the Browns. Uh, the Browns played Thursday night. I think they I think they won actually. As a matter of fact, I know they won. Yes, Deshaun Kaiser threw a long touchdown pass in the la- under the last two minutes or something like that, and the Browns win. So now everybody's like, "Well, well Kaiser's going to have to be the quarterback." So get that jersey out, Hutch, and add another name to the bottom. Uh, <laughs> different quarterbacks that have started yeah. games for the Browns. Uh, so uh, where are they at, Hutch? You just go ahead. Marvin Lewis and Hugh Jackson are in kind of sort of similar situations where they both need to win this year. Does Hugh Jackson go with the rookie to save his job, or can he even do that? If I'm that, uh, if I'm that dude, um, I'm ringing on the house and. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going. I'm gonna go with the veteran. I want. I want a veteran quarterback and rookie legs everywhere else. Or you know, I ain't good. He Kaiser sucked at Notre Dame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sad part is his veteran quarterback situation is Brock Osweiler and Cody Kessler. So They're trying to get rid of Brock like, Osweiler. Um, those <laughs> right. dudes are much better. Yeah. You know, Sandman, yeah. what do you do? Do you – what do you do? Man, man you get you two, two dice ten, roll that shit, and whoever comes up, <laughs> put that bitch out there. I don't know. They – yeah, just like Hutch said, like Kaiser, that cat wasn't very good at Notre Dame. And uh, uh, you got Brock Osweiler. I mean, oh, Jesus. And who's the – If I was going to quit now, so, you know – because you know what, the stench of this, I mean, he, I mean, his head coaching career is done, really. It should be. I think this is it, yeah. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't exactly done anything that I've, I've recognized as great since right. he's been up there. But um, as, as a matter of fact, the, the whole Marvin Lewis coaching tree might all get clipped by the end of this year. Yeah, uh, that's a that very strong possibility. Uh, Zimmer might get clipped because he's just gotten old and he's, he's breaking down like Marvin Lewis is. Marvin might get clipped. <laughs> he's that. Jay Gruden is probably the one that has probably the most job security, and if you say anybody with the R has got job security, that's funny. Um, yeah. So, And you know where Hugh Jackson is. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Um, it's weird yeah, it that they might all get run. Everybody's owing whatever in the playoffs under Marvin Lewis, including Marvin Lewis. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's weird. Wow. It's a weird coaching. It's a weird coaching freaking fork yeah. branch that's all clipped off at this point. Um, just back to the Browns, really fast. It, it, he might get run after their first four. Um, yeah. They they mm. may they will they may start zero and four. Um, yeah, they might yeah. get one win because they play the Bears. It's Giants. They're going to open up with the Giants at home. That's a loss. Mm, Um, loss. At the Bucks, that's a loss. That's a loss. Um, At the Bears, that might be the one that they could win. Maybe. And then then the Steelers at home. Auto loss. uh, They host the Steelers. Right. They're right. Steelers might be up 30 to nothing by (laughs) half. 
Yeah, yeah that's going to be may, And then it, and, but check it out, though. And then it's at the Ravens. Uh, that's probably, well, depending on their quarterback situation. And then they might be yeah. beat at the Colts before they play us in week seven. I mean, there's a strong mm. possibility they could go 0-6-7. Uh, yeah. He's, gotta get, he's probably going to get run early. Yeah, if, it, if they don't want six zero seven, he he's he packing his bag. He might be back in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, he, he might not you know how the Bengals are, but yeah, I, I'll be. I, he might get run if they lose that Steelers game and they go zero and four. They lose it at home against the Steelers. Yeah. They're gonna that be zero and four. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then they go badly. to the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, he might get clipped. Yeah, he might get clipped. My, that my, my, actually, you know what? My, no, here, my fan, here it is. my friend who like who is a fan of Cleveland. I mean, uh, he does his. He was like, "We're going through three hundred percent," and that's what three more games. So yeah, yeah if they if they're, they they four twelve, they might he he's happy. So, but yeah, he's but old boy should get actually fired. Yeah, yeah. He, you know what? He's gonna. You know where he's gonna get run? They're gonna go zero and three. Giants they lose mm-hmm. to even though they're home at the Bucks, mm-hmm. probably at the Bears because the Bears are gonna be looking for a dub. That's on a Thursday night, so short week. And then oh, wow. there's then they get to buy before they play the Steelers in ten days. He's gonna get run after the third game because they'll be zero and three. Yeah, like, you know what? That's it. We're done. Yeah, I, I, I could. It's, it's it's perfectly clear as day. So yeah, sorry, sorry, Hugh. I'd I'd rush the rookie out there personally. Might as well get him out. What do they got for somebody to to yeah, deal with him later on? So, right. I would too. Okay, uh, let's look at the Steelers. They played as well. I think they played last night. I didn't even see the score if they won or died. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. They still yeah. have – nobody got hurt as far as I know. They still – without them, Beyond Bell. Oh, he didn't come back? Beyond That's Bale, what I'm about to ask. I'm sure yeah. he will show up right before he needs to. Um, He'll come so back at the like end we're going to get the miss back. Yeah, yeah, no, so, yeah nothing, nothing I've heard about the Steelers over the last few days. Um, right. And then the Ravens also played the other day. Joe Flacco still projected to be out upwards of six to eight weeks. That may, I mean, literally puts him at the cusp of being ready when that injury happened for the home game against Cincinnati. Ryan Mallett went out there, looked like shit the other day um, because he is shit. And uh, their backup quarterback is somebody that they signed from some nobody knows about quarterback. And um, when they refuse to sign Colin Kaepernick because the double murderer isn't down with it. So, uh, Hutch, the Ravens, they were going to be in trouble even with Joe Flacco. What's their chances of winning games without Joe Flacco? Um, extra none. Now, but, you know, what? they always they talk about, where do, where do they say they, that the uh, Ravens have this, like, all-star defense now? Yeah, I don't get that either. I heard that, too. I don't get. Yeah. I don't understand that at all. Well, I think I mean, because Upshaw played well, and then you know they have uh, uh, freaking the dude from Fat Albert can still rush the quarterback every once in a while. Mushmouth can still rush the quarterback, uh, but yeah, I mean, oh, for the most part, they've been bad since they won the Super Bowl. I mean, they really haven't been much. I mean, they've been like a 500 team since they won the Super Bowl, and they haven't much. been really any good. So. It's not a real right. surprise, and all that's that Jeremy Macklin now, right? They got him off the off the off the heap or something. Which one? Uh, Jeremy Macklin. Yeah, Jeremy Macklin. Oh, uh, did he sign with them? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not him. It's, it's somebody. It's somebody. I can't remember. Yeah, so, yeah, they got somebody off the heap. Yeah, they have no wide receivers. 
their uh, Justin Fournette retired, uh, which was their running back, um, and their right tackle. Yeah, yeah their yeah. right not Justin Fournette. Is that right? Yeah, Justin Fournette. Fournette, and, right, yeah. Yeah, their and right the tackle sh- retired because he wanted to go get his Ph.D. So, I mean, it, like, there's a lot of negative stuff surrounding them. Um, I'm really surprised that they you didn't sign. Me. Well, I'm surprised they didn't sign Colin Kaepernick because they do need a solid backup or a starter yeah. at that point. And you know, again, anybody just, right now. Well, taking yeah. out the taking out all the drama with Colin Kaepernick, he's better than freaking Ryan Mallett and oh, whoever God. the hell is backing up Ryan Mallett. He's better than both of them. So, you know, yeah. it, they either. They've either committed themselves to just trying to ride Flacco out and hoping to thinking that he'll be there at the start of their season, at, you know, not too bad so they don't get too far off into the deep end, or they're mm-hmm. like, ah, screw it. You know, yeah. the, the Ravens are very close to one of those hard reset touch. Like, well, the quarterback is kind of old and really wasn't that good. We might just need to scrap the whole thing and start over from scratch. Their Steelers are close to it as well. Like, it's win now or you're yeah, not going to win at all. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just looking, looking up the the Ravens' schedule real quick and how they start out, where they might be at least the first two to three games without their uh, without their starter. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so hold on. We we can't lose at the hope if we cannot lose that first game. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we cannot lose that game. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's really going to decide the course. Whoever whoever's yeah. playing quarterback, we cannot lose that game. We lose that game. Yeah. I mean, our season's pretty much to shit. Yeah, there's pressure there on on everybody <laughs> on that first game, man. Because uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, yeah, they can't um, yeah. So they start with the Bengals, obviously, and then they have host the Browns. Now, see, this is why they can ride it out. They host the Browns and host the Jags. So those are two dubs, even if they lose to us. So they're sitting at two and one before they host the Steelers. Okay, wow. I mean, they got three wow. home games in a row at the start before they go to the Raiders. So, um, yeah, you know, if you look at that first quarter of the season, you know, the NFL gifted them by, you know, giving them three home games, two of them against some sorry mugs, and then one against a traditional rival, which even when they're bad, they play well against the Steelers. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, even yeah. last year they weren't very good. They still beat the Steelers when we needed them to. We just went around and fucked up the game yeah. and lost <laughs> whoever we lost to. So, Right, right. Yeah, it, it is what it is. So, okay. And, yeah, so, yeah, that's just our kind of swing around AFC North. Real quick on a side topic before we start to wrap up, Marvin Lewis wound up having to have some sort of procedure on his ankle, leg, knee, um, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it was. You know, yeah, it was reported on ESPN. Yeah, it was reported on ESPN that, like, the way they did it, like, I thought, you know, Marvin Lewis was going to be away from the team. Like, oh, this nigga died. He got something wrong with him. You know, <laughs> they really pumped it up. And... Back the next day or whatever, Darren Simmons was made, named interim coach, you know, for as long as um, freaking really? uh, uh, original Bush was, you know, while Reagan was in surgery. So, oh, right, right. Um, were you surprised, Hutch, that Darren Simmons was the person who got the head coaching call? And two, were you in a morbid kind of way, kind of like, hey, okay, look, shit, Marvin's out. <laughs> you know, you never mind me on Martin Lewis at this point. I was like, I, yeah, I thought it was like a coup. It was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he, he's out for indefinitely? Wow. So I was like, but I didn't know who the interim coach was. I'm like, is they going to go to Paul or 
whatever. No, not that, not that motherfucker. No. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm afraid of him. But the inner or the the special teams coach. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who? Literally, you know, like I, I heard it too, and. I said, and I, I, I said to myself, like, well, who is the damn interim coach behind Marvin Lewis? If, you know, and it's not an easy answer, man. I mean, who is it? Is uh, Paul, Simmons, what's his name? Simmons has been there. But Simmons yeah. has been there since Marvin's been there. He's been there all 15 years. So it's not like he doesn't know the people, the systems, and whatever. So, hmm. I, I mean, I wasn't yeah. surprised. I, that obviously tells me that, God forbid, something were to happen to that man in a medical situation where he couldn't coach, that is our head coach. It ain't going to be Paulie G, and it certainly ain't going to be Zampezi. So oh, Zampezi sucks. So, yeah. That was uh, our coach. Yeah. That, that, that ain't good, friends and neighbors. I think that tells you where the where Paul or Mr. Brown is going. He's going to cut this all this shit out. He, he treats oh, him like God. cancer. Right. He's getting rid of all the Martin Lewis stuff. Man, you might have I, like Mike Brown's nephew down there uh, coaching the damn team if Marvin right. uh, were to go I, down. Boy, I mean, it would be ugly. I I disagree. I think if something were to happen, they would actually, you know, he's got to hire somebody who's familiar with him. So I, I can mm-hmm. see one of those dudes getting the head coaching job. But to be honest, yes, with you, Josh, I think that if everybody gets run off the Marvin Lewis coaching tree. Fucking Jay Gruden will be back here coaching this goddamn team. I I, I see it. I can see that. I can easily see that. He loves offense. I I can see Jay Gruden being back here and Uh, a freaking uh, skyline chili minute, man. So uh, (laughs) it it, it would be very, to me, I'm very obvious. What did you say? No, I didn't say anything. Skyline chili, dude. Oh yeah, it's a scary. Pro- it's a scary proposition, man. Yeah, I mean, if Marvin's not here, I mean, a lot of us kind of like not necessarily us, but calling for him to be uh, out of here, dude. It could be a I'm lot worse, a lot worse. And I mean, yeah. we could we could be ending up in another '90s era type thing if you get the wrong cat in here. I mean, not it's that, scary. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that would be look. The, the division is, I mean, the division is going to be ripe for grabs here within a year or two. So yeah, you got the you got the traditional quarterbacks that dominated, and they're going to be out of, here uh, soon. Right. Once you get rid of Rapenberger, I mean, Pittsburgh should fall fall apart here. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I, yeah. And 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 I know you're gonna like scream bloody murder, Hutch. Then doesn't that speak to staying with consistency and not blowing up your shit? Because everybody else is blowing up around you, doesn't that speak to like you know what? We went eight and eight. We didn't make the playoffs. But Roethlisberger announces his retirement or whatever. Flacco's like you know my you know my uterus is not can't take this no more. And then the Browns are the Browns. Don't you just be like you know what? Let's stay the course and keep Marvin for you know a year, and, and I, I it's, ugh, man, the crystal ball is looking very clear at this point if something like that happens. All right, this, all right let's, let's keep it real. If we go 8-8 this year, more than likely the reason we go 8-8 will probably have something to do with that, our redhead problem. Um, it, it's, he, I think it's time for him to, to shit or get off the pot, too. 
Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> For what? For who? Who are you going to put in there? I know. I, that's what I'm saying. His, his, him, he's a problem, too, at this point. Who, Dalton? Yeah, Andy yeah, Dalton is a problem. Marvin's a bigger problem at this point, but Andy, Andy is, uh, is second. Ugh. That dude, before he broke his tongue, his tongue, his thumb had that team in yeah. 12 and 11 and 1 or whatever it was at the time. Um, right. He ain't and the problem. Before, and not before, the problem. That was, before that, he's throwing freaking footballs to J.J. Watt and fumbling football when he's running and nobody hitting. He, I mean, he, 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 still constantly, he still does that one quality fuck up every fucking game or every other fucking game that, you know, Please put it in eight mate. That dude, how many games is that dude over five hundred, man? Like twenty he's plus games. Yeah. 20, he's like twenty games over. He's like twenty games over five hundred. Something. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. 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 Hutch, so I mean. So is Randall it, Cunningham. So is right. But none of us. I mean, we got to. We got to leave win a playoff game. If you've been to the playoff five years in a row, you ain't got no playoff wins. Granted, you wouldn't play in one of them, but you played in one of But you also got to get to the playoffs five years in a row. Like, that, right. that, that you can't have the chicken can't yeah. come before the egg. Like, he got them to the playoffs. You know, I think yeah. his role, especially in those early ones, is probably more, you know, don't screw mm-hmm. it up, Andy. And I still think there's a portion of that, too. Man, you start fooling with that quarterback situation without a viable person there. We are the 90s, but we're the Browns because you don't <laughs> have anybody to go to. Like, you're the Browns. You, consistency yeah. at that position is so key. You're the freaking Dolphins, man. I just, I'm just i sitting yeah. down here every day, and you can't imagine the people that are bumping. Like, they, they really think Jay fucking Cutler is going to lead them someplace. <laughs> 71 and 68 Jay Cutler is going to now become this person. Like, I understand Andy Dalton's limitations. I've accepted them. But, like, it's not like he's he's not like the overwhelming problem as to when they don't win games. When they don't win games, it's usually somebody beside him. All right, now, which one, do any of y'all have any uh, AFC North championship t shirt after 2009? I don't know that I had any. Yeah, yeah, I don't that that either. Either. Yeah. Make your point. Right. You, you know why? Because the shit don't matter. Agree. Well, I agree. Yeah. Agree. But you're not. Nobody's bumping gear for AFC North championship. Hooray, hooray. And we'll probably lose in the playoffs to the Chargers and the Houston twice. None of that shit matters. You do have to win the playoffs. You have to win the AFC North to make the playoffs, though. Yeah, and you know that. You can't take that part out of it. The Bengals are going to accept a certain level of existence rather than the 90s or going to the playoffs every year and, yeah, unfortunately losing, oh, they'll, t- they'll pick that every time. And as they would have to. Take that every time, but I'm tired now, you could criticize that. I don't necessarily right, love it either. But it. We're not, uh, not going to be sitting playing checkers in 20 years, gumming each other, talking about, man, we was the shit when we went to the playoffs five years in a row and lost. <laughs> man, all I'm going to say is this. Andy Dalton could, like, the only way you're going to get him out of here is if Andy Dalton, like, 
does a Scooby Doo and, and takes his mask off and is like, ha ha, I'm Hitler underneath, and then that would be it. That would be it. Right, that is literally how tough it would be to unseat him out of here. But the Mike Brown loves quarterbacks. He loves quarterbacks that lead them to wins, no matter how what way that is perceived or how he gets it done. And he's not going anywhere. I promise you that. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's freaking Bengal on Bengal fan violence here. <laughs> as we turn on each other. Yeah, this thing bursted into something else. Yeah, <laughs> you and I, T U I. What happened to the unity? <laughs> Queen Latifah reference. Google it. All right, yeah. so um, so, so that passed up who day over forty. I get. I can call this who day over forty versus preseason game number one. Uh, you'll be able to find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, all of those things. Find all your stuff wherever your finest podcasts are found. Uh, Brothers Comics Business, hopefully we're going to hear soon, very record podcast number 68 for Brothers Comics. Uh, we also have the Game of Thrones recap podcast coming up this Sunday night. Um, uh, there's a new Mr. Robot podcast, if that's what you're into, from the ladies at Unmasked. And um, uh, the Thursday Night Comic Book Chat hopefully gets back and running this week as we get ready for Inferno as we head to Genosha and make some uncomfortable jokes about uh, mutants, blacks, and apartheid. All right. Uh, I think that wraps it up. I think that wraps up this podcast. Uh, sad man, I tell you, you know what? He's streaking down the field. Man, can you get your feet down, man? I need that first down. Oh, I caught the ball. Drag him first foot. Second foot out of bounds. They yeah, will, the other team wins the game. Yeah, way to go, David Verser. All right, and uh, he's, at the, <laughs> he's at the goal line. I hand it to him. It's just too large in a cloud of dust, man. Just fall forward and you'll, and you'll get this and win the game. Big Hutch, say goodnight. Uh, damn it, I throw the ball. The Steelers defensive back gets it. I try to tackle him. I fucking break my thumb. See, no. <laughs> Now that's Bengals right there. That is now that's Bengals right there. All right. All right. So, everybody, we'll see you after preseason game number two. Just keep praying and nobody gets hurt. Uh, that's really all that we can hope for unless we get everybody right. healthy by the time we get to uh, Cincinnati versus those Dirty Birds, the Ravens. Uh, all right. So, I'm your producer. I'm signing off. We'll see you guys on the other side. Peace. Who day? Who day?